0: ready
1: go go Go. morning everybody we're here with another clinical coffee chat uh what are you drinking uh
0: this is actually from venice california i think it's called Line nine, I can't remember. Really, really good okay. place. I had a super awesome uh, foodie of a host that brought me I to see. three amazing coffee shops. So
1: I'm switching it up a, a little bit. I got some bone broth because I had some bone broth from strong Rebel, Rebel, I don't Bridge maybe, Park.
0: maybe they'll let us know. We yeah. do like the place, but yep. we don't know if it's Rebel or Rebel.
1: Great bone broth over there. So now I'm just starting to do a little bit of that myself, but now I'm, I'm double, double fisting, fisting. too. So got my cold, got my hot. But what are we talking about today?
0: Uh, I think we discussed doing adjustments because there's lots of confusion around the adjustments. There's a wide variety of uh, utilizations of the adjustment, of yep. explanations of what exactly it does, and we want to kind of clear some of that up. We, of course, use it quite a bit, but, yeah, you know, that's the, that's the topic.
1: Yeah, so <coughs> let's start out with, first, what is it?
0: Why don't we start with what it's not? Okay. Strong. What um, is it not, then? Uh, it is not a sort of moving bones back into place. You hear this quite a bit. It's a little bit more of a traditional, um, little sort of older style approach to it, where you know the bone is over here and we're sort of pushing it back, you know, into position. Or it's subluxated. It's what subluxation. partially us, uh, yeah. partially luxated or sublu- subluxation is, is sort of a very common term that we hear. In the, in the chiropractic profession. The, the actual literal term makes sense to me. It's sort of, sort of like kind of out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that it's, it's kind of not working like it's supposed to. So, so it's not able to move like it's intended and that causes uh, movement dysfunction which can lead to all kinds of issues. Uh, we'll get to that when we talk about how we use it. Right. But really, it's not pushing a bone back into place. So then let's let's talk about what we are, what it is doing. it's It's essentially just inducing motion. And you know as you know, what we do in therapy is basically we try to improve the patient's ability to stabilize the segments that they don't uh, have you know good motor control, we would call it over, mm-hmm. and we try to improve the the motion or the mobility of the areas that don't move so great. Right, right.
1: And that's like, we have people coming in all the time who say, you know, I'm out of alignment and and stuff like that. And the way that we look at that is it's more of a functional thing. So when you say you're out of alignment, we look at it like, well, there's certain segments that are just fixated and it just doesn't move. How You're just not moving right. Right, so we impart a force into it, a adjustment, manipulation, whatever you want to call it, to just restore that movement. And then what we do here at CCRC is then we got to follow that up with some other rehabby stuff that we talk about on another episode, but
0: yeah, I mean, I would say that's, um, well, we'll get to it when we talk about how we use it. Why don't we we talk about, the huge influence to both of us.
1: So me and Dr. Ohm kind of come from a very similar pedigree that I got involved in, in large part to to his his sock game is on point today. Just saying, (laughs) but mustaches, um, But uh, it's called Motion Palpation Institute, and both of us have some uh, huge mentors like Dr. Mark King down in Cincinnati. Um, and then some great friends like Corey Campbell, Brett Winchester, all all of the the. Well, I, don't know the, my, the staff. I don't know about Brett. I don't know if I'm on board with that. Well, he's a friend, or he's a good, um, he's a good buddy.
0: Might want to. But motion
1: palpation came about and kind of changed a lot of stuff in the chiropractic profession, and to an extent in some of the other professions. And what they began to say was, well, let's look at the function of the joints. Let's palpate. Let's see how well we move, and not just look at these static images like an X-ray.
0: Let me let me double click on that. So basically in, in very, very traditional chiropractic, you'll go in and as you guys might have experienced, if you've not come into our place yet, Uh, They'll get an x-ray like every time because they have to get an x-ray. We don't do that. We x-ray for the same reason that an orthopedic surgeon would x-ray. You know, trauma, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of weird sort of scary. Roll out the scary stuff. Scary stuff. um, Not responding to therapy, and it's it's still been a decent amount of time. But we're not just going to use it as our primary tool for diagnosis. Mm -hmm. That sounds a little bit weird. the The way that traditional chiropractors use the X-ray is they're going to go in there and they're going to you know draw lines and take measurements and based on the X-ray, they're then going to manipulate the spine, in in the way that the X-ray indicated, which is sort of I always thought a little bit interesting since nobody is symmetrical and no one has the same we have we, we have like a range but no one has the same spine and no one has a symmetrical spine. So that's right. those are two kind of Flawed assumptions in the old school technique. Mm-hmm. And so the, the difference between static palpation, which is the, the patients prone and or laying on their belly, and you're just sort of palpating to see how does you know which ones are higher, or, or you're trying to evaluate which position the, the the bone is in. Leonard Fay, who started motion palpation and, and then sort of Mark King is the is the current guy sort of carrying the torch he came along and basically started saying, well, wait a minute, let's just see how, when we try to move the joints, does it move well? And that, that took away some of the bad assumptions, like just because on the x-ray it's a little bit off doesn't mean that it's not moving correctly. Mm-hmm. And so Leonard Fay came along and did this, and then <clears throat> we're sort of now current with motion palpation that I would say is probably the best education platform that, that pulls many different techniques that come in. Um, I'm lucky enough to teach for them. And I also teach for another rehab group that we talk about all the time called DNS. So does Brett Winchester. And so we all kind of mix these together. Mackenzie, you're the certified?
1: You uh, yes, I am certified? certified.
0: Yeah. So we've got lots of tools that sort of mix in there. So I would say they're sort of the forefront, the leading edge of contemporary chiropractic Yeah,
1: they're a group that are very open to changing their thought process as new stuff comes out. So it lends itself very well to what we do in terms of the functional approach because we don't just look at someone and start saying, well, these things are wrong. We got to move you. And that's part of the assessment, but then also part of the treatment. But like we want to get you guys moving. So so the, the MPI stuff is very... Uh, blends in so well with, with what we do. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of
0: it's kind of the framework, if yeah. you will. Uh, so
1: that's a great transition into okay. What, what so do we, we do adjust the vast majority of our people. We don't adjust everybody because maybe it's not for everybody. But
0: well, there's also, I mean, I, there there is a, there is a I think a, an inappropriate negative stigma around manipulation. It's not all that dangerous. Uh, but if somebody comes in, we get a lot of referrals from spine surgeons. Um, and physiatrists and neurologists and all that stuff. And oftentimes those people come in and they're not coming in because they love chiropractic care and they're interested in it. They're coming in because the their referring doctor told them, oh, go see these guys. In those cases, we can do, you know, different sort of joint uh, mobilizations, which is a gentle, there's no, you know, thrust or anything involved with that. But, you know, as with our McKenzie influence, we're always trying to do sort of graded force, you know, um, progression. Yep. So we don't wanna just come in and then right off the bat say, okay, you know, you've got a shoulder issue. All right, let's just, you know, manipulate the neck. We're gonna go through, we're actually gonna go through graded force progressions which might start with patient generated, might move into then mobilizations from, from the clinician and then, you know, moving up to maybe even manipulation. So we use it a lot, mm-hmm. but if you're reluctant about manipulation, It's no big deal. I'll, of course, make fun of you and and say that, well, yeah, we're going to (laughs) adjust your neck. But we have lots of people that come in that are very, very um, just sort of apprehensive about it. And so then we just use one of the other tools. We have two minutes here to cover Mm -hmm. our approach to manipulation. Mm -hmm. So we covered what it's not. We covered what it is. We covered Motion Palpation Institute. uh, Hashtag Mark King. Hashtag Brett Winchester. Hashtag Corey Campbell. Um, And then now let's just talk about, you know, how we use it. Right.
1: And this is where I think, like, The skill sets that we bring to the table or people who practice like us, it's such a powerful uh, combination of things. So if you're just seeing someone who strictly does McKinsey or someone who's only strictly adjusts, and we feel as though you're probably missing a piece of the puzzle. So we blend the adjustment in with everything else we do, because if, if we're not moving the way that we would like you to through certain segments of the spine or the extremities, then we have this powerful tool at our disposal to impart motion and then do some great rehab stuff to back that up. And I feel like other places you may miss that, the one or two of those pieces. Well,
0: it's funny because we we mentioned it before that we want to get the spine moving. You know, if we dip our toe into the deep end of the pool just for a second, uh, joint segments for the most part are going to become restricted and not move correctly because of a lack of instability or a lack of awareness and control of that area. Mm -hmm. Deep end of the pool, let's get out of the deep end. 45 seconds. Yep, so we can use manipulation to impart motion in that segment, but then we have to go into the rehab piece and then that's where we have to give the patient control over that segment. So that really at the end of the treatment plan, they, they will need adjustments less than, than when they came in. So that's kind of the goal. The goal is moving correctly, motor control, 23 right. seconds. And, and to like add. build
1: on that, it's like when people continue coming in and then after a while they're like, well, I'm not getting as loud as cracks after a while. To me, that's awesome. That means we are changing function. And the, if you came back every single time, it's the same fixation, then we're not really changing much. Right. So that that is, In a a whole, how we utilize the adjustment within our practice. But let us know if you guys have any questions. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. I did double salute. Double salute, nice.